How you guys doing? Welcome. Hey, this is Speak the Truth, as you guys do know. Welcome over here. If you guys are watching on the YouTube channel, expect to have a little bit more reaction videos coming your way. You guys seem to like those. I actually enjoy doing those a bit more than, well, podcasts, mainly because podcasts can be kind of dry, but they're very useful because you get to speak about a lot of honest things that people sometimes don't enjoy to hear when it comes to like what the truth really is. And that's what we try to do here. But when it comes to reaction videos, they're just they're just fun to do because mainly we're just kind of poking fun at last time we poked fun at North Korea. And that's pretty pretty easy to poke fun at. I think I'm gonna try to find some Chinese Chinese uh, Chinese military ones here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. I don't know if I'll be able to. But if you guys aren't on the YouTube channel, make sure to go listen to that or go watch it. Excuse me. You just type in like "Speak the Truth" or "Robert Truckler" or whatever. It'll pop up, I believe, and you'll see more reaction videos. If you're not seeing the North Korea one, it's actually really I I laughed. It's really funny. It is actually really fun. It's actually, it's the most viewed video on that channel. I haven't been promoting that channel on Lunkers TV at all. I'm just letting it grow by itself because I kind of want that audience to be its own thing because it needs to be because it's not the same. It, it It's not really the same thing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of good to see it continue to grow. And then of course, Google and Uncut, we're actually rebranding. I think I don't know. If, I don't know if I told you guys this, but on the, on my main channel, I did. Uh, it's going to be rebranded to Uncut Outdoors, and we're going to be launching that hopefully here very soon. We just added Lojo yesterday, so Lojo has now been added, so you'll be seeing exclusive content from Lojo as well. We have a, we're hoping to add a handful more creators by the end of the year, and we're not going to be charging any more. Anybody who's asking, it's ten bucks a month. It's exclusive stuff you've never seen, behind the scenes stuff, and you get to actually speak directly to us. It's really quick, really fast. It's way more enjoyable than YouTube. And Instagram combined. It's it's really cool. It's like a mixture of Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, everything mashed together, except there's no censorship. So it's absolutely phenomenal. So we're hoping to bring on influencers outside of just just hunting and fishing and, and, and making stuff actually really fun to do. And a lot of people don't realize there's costs involved with that, quite a bit of cost. And that's why Flair and I, I mean, ten bucks a month, we it's actually nine and nine. We thought we thought that was was feasible for the average American, the average person can afford that without actually thinking anything of it. So that's what we did. And it just gives us the ability to actually generate content without being censored. So if you want to check it out, you guys can go to googleduncut.com right now and sign up. And that's pretty much it for, for that. Uh, it'll change here soon. You'll, you'll, you'll hear, hear that, uh, hear that, I guess here shortly, I guess. I guess I'm trying to give you guys something to do at work because you'll see random pictures. I think the other day, Flair literally almost cut off his finger on live or a huge chunk of his hand. So, so we'll kick this one off. The Biden administration does some really goofy things as we do know, like really goofy things. I'm not really a fan of a lot of stuff they do. And this one is probably my least favorite thing he's ever done while he's been in office. Like my least favorite thing. And that's going, it's, it's, it's a stretch, right? For all the things that he's done. It's been really kind of, he's done some good things. It'll take me a second to think of one, but he I know he has because I, I remember saying a few times, good job, Biden. You did something good. Charles, can you think of something? He hasn't given the Taliban the money that's tied up in the central bank in America. Any, well, I would say we haven't given him any funds, but I'm pretty sure we're probably still giving them humanitarian aid. Anyway, doesn't really matter. Hey, this, this is what I wanted to talk about. <coughs> so the Biden administration is proposing giving the illegals that came through during Trump, 450000 Yes, you heard me correctly. The Biden administration is considering compensating immigrant families that were separated at the U.S. border during the Trump administration with payments of 450000 per person. 
$450,000 per person. The sums of discussion are reportedly $1 million payouts per family and $450,000 per individual, potentially totaling $1 billion. This is real. And the reason why this is, this kind of gets under my skin just a tad bit. So you're willing to give an individual, just one individual, $450,000 for coming here illegally. Coming here illegally, if you wouldn't have came here illegally, then you wouldn't have had the chance of being separated at the border from your family. You literally broke the law. You came in here, and now we're going to give you $450,000 because you were separated from your family for breaking the law. You came here illegally. You broke the law. Why would we pay them $450,000 to do that? Up to a million dollars for a family. The reason why this is so irritating, and so here we go. Here's the word of the day, asinine. It's because we only pay service members' families, families excuse me, $400,000 payouts if they're killed overseas. Yes, you heard me right. And they have to pay for that life insurance, SGLI, Service Group Life Insurance, you have to, the service members have to actually pay, like I had to pay into a life insurance fund, essentially, to get that. It, it has different stages. You can have $0 if you don't pay into it, or like $100K or $200K or $300K. Granted, it's like 40 or $50 a month, whatever it is, but we're still paying into that life insurance policy for our families. If we were killed overseas, they only get four hundred grand, And they're wanting to give these people $450,000 for breaking the law. Yes, this is one of those episodes I feel like that needs to be shared with your friends. Because this is the kind of shit that is going on that does not need to be going... 450, up to a million dollars per family for coming here illegally, and we're going to pay them. For what? For doing absolutely nothing. That's going to be my tax, my dollars, my tax money is going to pay these people who came here illegally. Yes, they may have been seeking refuge. Okay, that's fine. Seek us, like, put in the right paperwork. Do the right Cammy, if you guys do not know this, my girlfriend, the girl that's actually living in this house right now with me, the girl that I date and I take off to dinner last night, by the way, to try to take her somewhere, epic fail, showed up, the place was closed down. That was kind of embarrassing. The girl that's living here, she's actually a, she's a permanent resident. She's actually born in Columbia, but she's a permanent resident. She doesn't even have a green card. You know how long it takes to get the paperwork done? She's actually doing it though. Clearly she's been doing it. But she, she has her first thing here in, in, in November 4th or 5th or something like that to actually get her green card to become an actual citizen. But she actually went through the steps along with her mom and her, her stepdad and her dad. Like, everybody's already done it. So if these people are doing it and they're working and they're paying their taxes, why are we paying these people who are coming here illegally? And the crazy part is they're going to they're gonna give them a path to citizenship. So they're going to give them a free ride to get a citizenship plus a fucking million dollars out the gate for absolutely doing nothing but showing up illegally. Yes, this gets under my skin. And I know this video is being reviewed by somebody at YouTube. And they're, because every single one of these videos on this channel has to get reviewed. Like by The other day we had one reviewed by 12 people and it still stayed unmonetized. So I just said, fuck it and send it. I didn't care. I was like, I'm tired of waiting. We're just going to let it go. But what I'm saying, this is stupid. This right here should not be happening. And if you, if you believe this should be happening, I think you're in the wrong and probably should rethink things. And the crazy part is the lawyers actually representing these families are reporting requesting at least $3.4 million per family. $3.4 million is what they're requesting per family. So I know I started this one off with a little bit of a not so high of a note, but I'm just being completely honest with you guys. Should that be happening? No. 
If you ask any any average American on the street, if they if they had any choice to have this happen, there's no way no sound minded American would say yes. So that's just it just doesn't that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I did, it just gets under my skin because I know Dan Crenshaw pointed out last night that service members who are killed overseas who are having to pay for their own life insurance only get 400K and we're going to give these illegals 450K up to a million dollars. So stupid. So here's another thing. So Youngkin, you guys know there's a lot going on in this this whole Virginia. I know we don't live in Virginia. I don't live in Virginia. A lot of you guys may not live in Virginia, but it's a big deal mainly for um, the people in the middle and the people that are more on the right when it comes to what is going to be happening and going into 2022. So Republican Glenn Youngkin... <clears throat> excuse me, has moved ahead to Democrat Terry, I'm going to jack up his name, I can't say, McAuley? Anyway, in Virginia, governor's race, less than a week before the election. I have a terrible, terrible problem where I, ha- I can't say some people's last names. Mick Aleph, McAuliffe, McAuliffe, McAuliffe. That sounds better. There we go. McAuliffe receives 45% of Youngkin's 53% in Fox News survey that Virginia likely voters. So right now you have We'll just say the Democrat is at a 45% and the Republican now has switched to 53. This is a huge shift, by the way, from two weeks ago when the Democrat was up 51 to 46. So he's dumped six points off in the last two weeks. But among the larger poll registered voters, it's a uh, one-point race, 47 to 48. And two weeks ago, uh, the same Democrat actually led among registered voters by 11 points. So within two weeks... Among most of the polls, he's actually shifted from 11-point lead to now almost like nil, like none. So that's an 11-point shift. And this is all because of what's going on over the education stuff there in Virginia, if you guys do not know. And this is a big deal because I think Biden, well, I, I think it says actually here later on this article, which I'm going to tell you guys, how much Biden actually won this area by or the state by. And this is a huge shift just in momentum with, with, with switching the parties. So Youngkin actually promises to ban teaching of uh, CRT on his first day of office, which is kind of a big deal. A lot of people don't want it inside of their schools, and it's actually being shown here in the polls, which is a good thing. That's why I'm bringing this up. So this is people actually coming out and voting for the guy that says he's going to ban CRT, and that's why he shifted so much in the last two weeks. When in addition, the Democrat, um, McAuliffe, sorry, I can't say his name, is still explaining in his comments at the final debate that parents shouldn't be telling schools what they should teach. That is so, that that, that just shows you the political agenda and the agenda of of the, the Democrats currently right now. They do not want teachers to be told by parents what they should be teaching their own kids in school. That is, that is not the job of the, like, if the parents come together, like imagine this, if an entire group of people come and they vote, don't teach CRT in schools and the school board and the school's like, you know what? We'll teach whatever we want. But that's, that's, we, the public is literally paying these teacher salaries to not teach them what we're telling them not to teach. So on the economy as well, more voters trust uh, Youngkin by 11 points while the candidates were actually tied previously two weeks ago. Youngkin also comes out on top on handling crime by 12 points. So I'm telling you guys this right now. They all tr- the Democrats were trusted a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago on crime and on economy. On the, on the uh, yeah, on economy, excuse me. And now you have an entire 11 or 12 point shift in that, that state in which Biden actually crushed Trump by, by the way, by 10 points. Now you have the entire thing shifting 
This is showing the whole momentum and going into 2022. If you guys didn't know this, the last Republican actually won Virginia was in 2009. So you're looking 12 years ago. There you go. There's that. It's kind of a big deal. A lot of you guys living in other states don't realize it is kind of a big deal going, and it kind of shows where we're going into 2022. So you're probably going to see a lot of news articles and Democrats kind of shifting their views going into 2022 to make sure that they can recapture the middle ground, the people in the middle that are you and, and myself. I actually, I always say myself in the middle, and then you have the far left people who say I, I swing right wing propaganda, which is not true. I think they're actually just more irritated with the fact that I'm I'm speaking out against a lot of the dumb shit that they do do, that they do do, that they do do. Okay, that does makes it made sense in my head when I was saying it, but do do doesn't sound right. That they attempt to do better. So vax mandates over there in FDNY Fire Department, New York. I don't know why I said uh, FDNY. So the vax mandates over there in uh, New York are going to to hurt the fire department in New York and the police department significantly. And when I mean significantly, it's not just the amount of hours those people are going to be working, which is they're going to be doing forced overtime, which is to me, you're putting a police officer and a firefighter in a position where they cannot excel and do their job correctly if they're constantly working and tired. You can't make these men and women work 80 hours a week and expect them to work at the same rate in the same efficiency as they were doing at 40. It's just not possible. It's not a, it's not a fathomable thing. You can't, there's no sane human being that can, that can say that's going to be, that's going to work. You know what else it's going to do? It's going to hurt the civilians who are actually trying to get them out to, I don't know, a fire or maybe a heart attack victim or something like that. Cause now you can have slower response times. Correct. Cause you only have less, less people on job. Like it's, this, and this is, this is the other crazy part. This has everything to do with being a political agenda involved. And now the people of the city are going to be affected the most. But in the end, the people of that city voted for the, the, the people that are actually making these decisions. So it's actually on the people of the city. So the fire department is actually there in New York is prepping to shutter as many 20% of the Big Apple's fire companies. So 20% of the fire stations could be shut down and take an equal portion of its ambulances off the street ahead of the impending deadline that actually starts today at 5 p.m. The widespread resistance of firefighters is going to take about 40% of us out, and this is coming from uh, a member of the FDNY, and it's going to lead to response times of seven minutes or more. Right now, I think they had average response time. I think it goes on to state here later on, but that, that's, that's fairly significant. Police Commissioner Dermot Shea has tweeted on Wednesday evening that 75% of the NYPD has actually been vaccinated. So this is, that, that is very true. But that includes just 63% of its street cops with 37% around 6,000 officers are still unvaccinated. So your majority of the actual street cops aren't vaccinated. You have all 63%, I guess you would say. So that will be, I, I was praising New York, I think it was yesterday or the day prior on their success in handling crime over the last year. They did a phenomenal job. And now this is going to happen. Less cops on the streets, more crime. Austin, Portland, all those really cities that think it's good not to have police are actually feeling it, as we all know. I mean, literally, Portland has the highest crime rate and highest murders it's ever happened or ever had in, in history this year because they've been fucking destroying their police department, along with, what was it, Minneapolis? Minneapolis, correct. I believe it was Minneapolis. Minneapolis also has the highest uh, 
murder rate they've ever had in history. So fiscal year 2021, the, uh, the emergency response time was average at five minutes and 23 seconds, while response time for structure fires was average of four minutes and 52 seconds. So just under five minutes for a building fire. Imagine how fast and how, how much longer it's going to be to have a building on fire and how fast it'll spread there in New York. All those buildings are touching, literally. All those buildings are stacked on top of each other. So every minute really probably counts there. When it comes to a fire ripping through a building. With a heart attack, seven or eight minutes makes a massive difference. And when it comes to fires, an eight-minute difference is one bedroom or a whole house. Or in a row of houses, an eight-minute difference is one house or a whole block. That is coming directly from a source at the the fire department there. You're talking an eight-minute difference in response time is going to lead to an entire house being burned down or an entire block because they're all stacked on each other. This is also kind of crazy. FDY, FDNY vacations set to start on Monday or later have also been canceled, and anyone who wants to take their occurred comp time has to file for retirement to avoid being suspended. So you can't take any leave, can't take any comp time, can't take any anything. And if you do, you have to file for retirement to avoid being suspended. So now they're going to be, how many people are going to be forced to retire because they just want to take some time off? And uh, also, they're going to be suspending anybody, uh, anybody that's actually forced to be suspended for 30 more days will actually be forced to resign. So there you go. That's what's going on there in New York. And uh, sounds like a phenomenal time to be a cop and a firefighter in New York, which for the last 20 months, they're the ones that have been in the face of this coronavirus issues, handling all the bullshit. And then they're like, you know what? It's at the end of COVID. We got a vaccine. You were yesteryear's heroes, and today you are just the face of a political campaign that we're trying to uh, get an agenda passed. So this is actually going to be the last one we're going to talk about today. i got a lot i got to get done this morning, a ton. So if you guys did not know, the Taliban is actually pushing, pushing quite hard to get their money back. This was one of the things that I was actually, quote-unquote, praising Joe Biden for at the beginning of this podcast and now they're trying to push to get their money. So Afghanistan's Taliban government is pressing for the lease of billions of dollars that the Central Bank of Reserve currently has. And right now they're they're having, like, like we all would have thought, they're having tons of humanitarian issues there in Afghanistan, mainly because they do not have an economy that's worth of anything. I think it was like 60 or 70% of the entire economy is based off of aid. Literal aid. Afghanistan has parked billions of dollars in assets overseas with the U.S. Federal Reserve and other central banks in Europe, but the money has been frozen since last, or since the uh, Islamic State has, uh, of a, I said Islamic State, these Islamic Taliban ousted the Western-backed government in August, which there's absolutely no way I could see Biden caving to the Taliban and giving them the money that they actually have right now, mainly due to the fact that he's caved so much in the polls I want to actually look it up right now since we're on Friday, and I don't, I don't know if they've updated yet, but we are going to take a quick little gander. Yep, so for the polls that I am showing, it's the exact same thing as you guys would have thought. It's all in the lower 40s still. You see stuff actually in the upper 30s, but we'll just say lower 40s. 41 to 43% is what he's pulling right now, which, I mean, I would assume by the end of his presidency, presidency since he is just a one-term president, he'll probably be sitting at, what, 37 38%. He'll probably go out exactly what like Trump, and then there'll be a Republican that'll be put in office due to his 
His mess ups. So anyway, they go on to state this. This is the Taliban. They say that the, the money belongs to the Afghan nation. Just give us our own money. That's from a minister spokesperson. I'm not going to say his name because it's all jacked up. But he told the Reuters. Wow. Holy sh**. Reuters. Freezing this money is unethical and is against all international laws and values. So this guy goes on to talk about freezing money that in the, in the end we probably just gave to them. He's talking about unethical laws and values. When two weeks ago they were hanging, actually it's happened multiple times, hanging men from cranes in the center of cities. And they're talking, they're trying to preach to us about unethical laws and values. Cutting people's hands off for stealing something. Plucking their eyes out for looking at somebody incorrectly. Not allowing men and women in the same classrooms. Dragging people behind cars. Uh, shooting people in the back of the head for playing music. I can go on for days about the Taliban. You're going to talk to me or talk to the United States and the world about unethical laws and values. I think this gentleman has a little bit, a little bit wrong, and probably sees 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 life a little differently than we do. For one, I know they don't bathe enough. I'd probably add that to their to their regime of things they need to do. But the same gentleman said. Uh, they would allow women in education, although not in the same classroom as men. Human rights uh, would be respected, but within the framework of Islamic law, as we do know, which would not include gay rights, LGBT, that's against Sharia law. So if you're a gay person in Afghanistan, you're pretty much, well, I don't know what they're going to do to you, but maybe stone you to death. I know they still do that, by the way. That's a real thing. Put half your body in the ground and throw rocks at you. And that's the other thing. I guess YouTube would probably see this as being sensitive or controversial topics, but it's actually just the truth. I don't understand how that could be sensitive and or controversial when it's literally the exact. There's nothing I'm saying right now that isn't factual. I haven't said anything that's non-factual. I always stick to the numbers and stick to the truth as possible. Possibly as I I can. I try to leave as as much of my opinion out of these things as as necessary. Sometimes it is a little difficult because I am opinionated. I'm human. But this kind of stuff isn't an opinion. This is factual stuff. I've been there. I've seen these people. I've seen what they do. We all know what they do. But he said there's $431 million of central bank reserves that are held in Germany at a German lender, it doesn't really matter, Commerce Bank, as well as a roughly $94 million with Germany's central bank. Now, I would assume this is something you guys have to think about. The European Union, just Europe in general, just Europe, we're just going to say Europe, that is holding money like Germany, and there's also another one in Switzerland that's holding $660 million. You guys would assume that they're probably not going to want to hold all these funds for too long. Not saying that they're not going to, they can't really do anything with the money. If Afghanistan's economy collapses, which is inevitable, it's going to happen because they don't have any structure. They don't have anything coming in. There's, there's no export import. If, that, if that's going to happen and they don't give them this money, then all those people are going to flee Afghanistan because there's not going to be enough food. The inflation is going to skyrocket. They can't afford anything. There's not going to be any bread or anything on the shelves because not, there's not going to be any money. Those people are going to leave that country, and guess where they're going to go? So why wouldn't the people in Europe give them their money? So that's going to be another reason why you might see Biden end up having to cave and give them money. But the crazy part is, is how are they going to track – say they release – 400, I mean, you're looking at, oh, we'll say, actually, this is roughly a billion dollars right here, just in these two. A billion dollars is being held between these two countries. How are you able to track where that money is going and where it's being dispersed out? I would assume it's pretty easy for somebody to funnel money through Afghanistan. Say we 
they release funds to them for them to go and buy stuff or hire people or pay people in other countries to do terrible things. I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, this is uh, probably one of the shorter videos we've ever done on this channel. Uh, it's not because I don't want to do them or there wasn't a lot of things to talk about. I got a lot of stuff I have to do today. So, but I do promise you that I always get these out. If you do guys, if you don't hear one or see one from me over the next like month, like randomly, you don't hear one in the morning. It's not because I didn't want to make one. It's because I chose to go hunting because it is deer season and the weather's getting cooler and I'm super jacked about that. I don't know if you guys do know that I sat the other night, didn't see anything last night. There was an actual party in front of my camera with all the bucks. So that kind of sucked. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy this podcast over here. Make sure to tune into the channel if you're not, so you guys can see the reaction videos that we're going to be doing today and over the weekend. So I do love you guys. Thank you so much. I will catch you guys next week with another podcast.